888-996-0500. That's how you get on the Ken Pittman Show. Brian's here. Ryan's here. Uh, Brian. $200,000 guitar. You've got oh, to be kidding. Yeah, so my guitar player, Ethan, went over to Paris to this high-end, almost like a Sotheby's auction kind of place. They don't even let people walk in. And he arranged to go into the store that requires an invitation um, by... I think he uh, emailed them and talked to them on Facebook. And they checked him out and said, yeah, you can come in. Um, but he went in and he played Jeff Beck's guitar, which is valued at $200,000. How do they... 1950. How do you, how do you figure a guitar is worth that much money? Uh, this guy has become one of the world-renowned collectors and moves guitars like this on a regular basis. Uh, so he has an understanding of the market. I don't know. I mean, there are some serious collectors out there that would that would cover something like that. Wow. Especially that now that he died. Still. He didn't make the guitar, did he? No, but he, he recorded with it some pretty important songs, that kind of thing. And so Ethan played it for 45 minutes while he was over in Paris this week. I bet he busted a string. He uh, probably came close. Well, <laughs> How much are the strings? I uh, uh, probably uh, fourteen dollars. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, right? There you go. You're paying for the hardware, but um, yeah. He said it was Ooh, designed. Broke its neck. He said it was designed really spectacularly. He said he was really impressed with almost everything, and I wouldn't know why. I'm not that uh, advanced, but he he knew what he was looking at. He's built his own guitars. Um, actually, Ethan <laughs> may be the face of Fender because he went over to the face of Fender. Yeah, he went down to L.A. and he filmed these commercials while playing the guitar. He went out to L.A. and did this uh, when they had all sort of 80s colors and 80s themes. And uh, they've been sitting for about eight months, these ads, but I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with it. But mm. he, he could be the face of Fender if they go forward the with this campaign. The face of Fender. That's, for what a guitarist, a, that's what, a dream. What a, what a name. I've got the face of Fender. <laughs> put, me, put me on your bumper. I'll tell you, i got the face of Fender Bender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so... Massachusetts Supreme Court, once again, just never fails to amaze. And they. It was a close vote. Oh, yeah? Four to three. Always is. It always is. Four to three. <laughs> so, so they are, Which side are you going to take? So they don't want, no matter what you've done, if you're a 20 year old, whatever heinous crime you committed, they don't want you to have to stay in jail without a chance of parole. That's not fair. Emerging adults was how it was described. I didn't hear that term, emerging adults, but yeah, I get it. I, how do you say that a 20-year-old can't get life in prison without parole? Oh, easy, depending on what happened. How about the murder of James Curley in Cambridge? Charles Janes in Sicaro, Sicari, uh, when they took him away, sodomized him, dumped his body in a barrel. I, no, I, what I'm saying is, how, how, do you, how does the court say that a judge can't make that decision? They're going to ban it from being a oh, consideration. I, no, I understand, but I, where where's that coming from? The, the highest court in Massachusetts. I guess I'm not asking the right question yeah. here. What I'm saying is, what made the court? Come oh no, to there was this two, no, there was, there was two cases that went before them. I understand, but okay, wait a minute. 18 years old, we used when I was 18, we could drink, we could do all, and of course we got people that want to play with their phone Ryan they're supposed Dixon. to be paying attention. But at mm -hmm. any rate... Get in the corner. Um, spank them if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, your point? My, my point is, 18-year-olds can do a lot of things, but let's 
Forget the 18-year-old. Let's even give the benefit of a doubt to a 19-year-old. You're trying to tell me there's a big difference between 20 and 21? No. no. Uh, yeah, well, there is. You can get in a bar. Okay. But at 18, you can serve your country and die in a war. That's right. And you can kill other people and get away with it. Yeah. It's an LTK now. So, so right. I, 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 I guess I'm sorry. If people that are mentally ill, they're not going to get life in prison without parole. No, sure. People they? that get the life in prison without parole, they knew what they were doing. And, you know, they're, they're the ones that deserve it. There not everybody gets life in prison without parole that commit a first degree murder. But you can't even consider it if they're of a particular age. That's what age. I mean. Yeah. That, you That's know, nuts. We, we're. Where does that come from? I understand that there are cases there. It just does not ring home to a guy that's against the death penalty. I'm sorry. I agree. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hello, caller. Wait a minute. Why don't we have him? Are you there, caller? Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't hear the beat. Welcome. Hey, I'm calling in regards to Belichick. Yep. I, I also, too, feel that he was mistreated. And he was let go with dishonored. I mean, you you got uh, the coach like uh, San Antonio, uh, Greg Popovich. Yep. I mean, he, he was a fantastic coach. They won like I think it was five NBA championships. Mm-hmm. But that was over. That was over ten years ago. But out of respect for what he did for the organization, he's still there. I mean, he'll leave on his terms. He will never get fired. I, just out of respect for him. And I believe that Belichick earned that respect. Uh, I mean, he was dealing with them. He even offered to give up the GM position. Uh, if you can stay as a coach. I mean, you can see he's almost begging to stay there. Well, and it's like and what I would say to Robert, Robert Kraft. What I would say to Robert Kraft is an NFL season is not like going to a spa. It's not always going to be a happy ending. Yeah, and after, you know, uh, nine Super Bowl appearances, they won six. I believe they should have won all nine. Uh, you know, his record is outstanding. Did, did Belichick forget how to play football this season? Or did he have bad players? He had, I mean, I he had, I mean let's, if, we're, if we're going back and doing the forensics of this, right, um, he's made a couple of key picks that did not help his cause. But the, the gravity at the top of the league... If you are a contender, the gravity is stronger than at the bottom. And when you defy gravity for 20 years drafting at the bottom, you're going to be bankrupt of enough talent where there's going to be a collapse. And you just have to go through those days to then change ships and say, well, uh, you know, suddenly we think it was Tom Brady and you had nothing to do with it. That's That alone is a joke. There was never. All right. If you go back from just just in the Tom Brady era, okay, Belichick's only year of not having a top 10 defense was 2005. After 2005, there was only one year where, where the, the Patriots didn't have a top five defense in terms of scored allowed, uh, points allowed. He always had one of the best defenses in the league. How do you say it was just Tom Brady and not Bel Belichick? Because the team is suddenly you know, showing that now the quarterback's gone, the greatest player of all time, uh, the greatest tight end of all time. Some players left... As a result of that, it's harder to get people to come in without the faith that Tom Brady's going to make this team better. It, it was harder to recruit. I get that. But you're going to collapse no matter what. And who's going to fix it faster than Bill Belichick? I don't know that I feel comfortable saying a name that I know somebody would do a better job. 
I I agree with you. And, and the thing is, like uh, Popovich, he's, he, they have they have had a, a loosened season for over ten years now. I believe they're in last place. But I think he's I think good. basketball is a little bit different than football. I think the players. I think the athletes in no, basketball I, I, are, are the ones who decide more than the coaching about the outcome. In comparisons, I, I'm not talking about the sport itself. I'm talking about the the, the respect and hubris and given to him. Yeah, given to him. No, it's a contrast. And I think, and I think uh, Belichick earned that. Uh, he As should have left on his own terms. I, w- I would have and, given uh, him this one last year because of where they're drafting, because of the cap space. I really think that. It's a pivotal year. There's a great opportunity to turn it around quickly, but he's not going to be given that chance. And I do understand, you know, the idea of going, starting fresh. I, I do, but I, at, at the cost of getting rid of the greatest coach who that owner owes a lot of gratitude toward and, and showed none at the very end. I appreciate the call, though. Thank you. What are you supposed to do? I, I agreed with keeping him on, but I have come out and stated, and I think Ryan did also, that if Belichick was around again, you, you might have won one or two more games than you did this year. I, I don't, I'm not sure that the juice is still in the, in the can with him. I don't think, I don't think he's the Bill Belichick of 2001 well, or 2010. Yeah, I don't think any of us are. You know, um, he spent as many time as many hours at his office in Foxborough as he did the first day he got here. I, uh, I'm so, sorry, I, I, I'm the owner of the team. You're not helping me make a decision with what you're saying. No, I know, I know, but I also think what I just pointed out about the lack of talent eventually catching up to you. Oh, I think that's true, but it does for every I, team I, in I history. Think, again, going back to whomever is going to be the new general manager. They're looking for a fresh idea. And the one thing, I, I'd never really thought about it this much, but apparently the fan base hasn't been there. And Bob Kraft, you know, he's wondering about those ticket sales. Well, maybe he shouldn't have spent so much money on a 400-foot TV and invested more in the roster. I, look. I don't know that one has anything to do with the other, but I, I understand mm. I understand what you're saying. I, I do, but at the same time... Because you need people it's, to it's actually see bucks, right? the TV for it to be worth anything to the franchise, right? If it's not selling tickets, who cares how big the TV is? Well, but the person who puts the team on the field yeah. is different than the the person who's putting the big screen up there. Are you... Are you are you under the impression at this point, without knowing who's going to be picking the groceries, right? Who's going to be drafting? Mm-hmm. Um, without knowing who's on, who's coming on, who's leaving, are you under the impression that tickets will go up or down when they're released this year? When the name is released? When everything's in Would, place and when the, and the Patriots fans know what they're looking at in terms of the next season, will tickets be higher or lower? See, I'm, I'm looking at it from two different perspectives. I don't know that the name is going to make that much of a difference, and I think the economy is at such a pace right now. That's another reason why people aren't going to the games. I, I, I'm, based on hiring the coach first, I'm not sure they're going to be able to garner 
uh, an offer to a general manager that's going to be more exciting than the name of Gerard Mayo. Maybe. And, and, you know what I mean? No, I, 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 think you, I think that is probably the most valid point out of all of this. Why would you hire a general manager? I mean, if, even if you were going to make it Gerard Mayo, why would you make that announcement? You would only make that announcement to your new general manager, and that might, you know, make that decision as to who's going to be the GM. But you didn't need to make this announcement on who's going to be the coach right away. One of my cousins is on a very short list of people named by the Boston Globe as a potential um, general manager, and one of the questions Ooh, tickets. One of the questions I would I know. One of the questions I would ask is. What am I the general manager of? Because usually the coach works for me, but he's a direct hire of the owner. I mean, how much control do I have over the coach? It doesn't seem like I'm going to have much control. He's not going to have much respect for my opinion. That might be a problem for me. Why would I come here? That's going to be an issue. Well, I, I, think, I think it's definitely going to be an issue on who they're able to bring in. Now, where it won't be an issue, if you're bringing in somebody that hasn't been in that position before. Or... Somebody who has a direct connect with Mayo and, you know, that feel-out process has already happened. That would be about it. That would be funny. (laughs) Bringing a general manager, but but he's only going to come. He's so good that he's only going to come if he gets to pick, you know, players and coaches. And he hires Bill Belichick. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, You know what? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Think about it. That makes a lot of sense because no, I'm, not, not. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I'm just I, starting I, trouble. I, Ken, you, you like starting trouble, man. Did, does anybody believe that within the next two seasons, Bill Belichick is definitely going to get the the record for the most wins? I do. I think yes. he's going to get it. Yes, I, I think do. he's. See, I believe and, that and much. So, and I'm a believer of him. So you guys, you haven't said it, but I'm going to ask. You believe that Belichick is actually going to be coaching another team this coming season. I think we'll know before February 1st. Well, the, oh, that's not the question. Well, you think we'll know if he is or isn't? I think we'll absolutely know that he's on a team by February 1st. Yes. I know. I agree with Ken. I agree with Ken. Well, the, I, only, the, only, the only reason he may wait is to see what happens with Dallas. By February 1st, we'll know if Dallas advanced far enough for for Jones to feel comfortable moving on with with McCarthy. And so if Jones doesn't move on with McCarthy? I think that's his first choice. I think Belichick would love to go to Dallas. I think Jones would love to have him. I think Jones would cede power. I I don't see it. Ken, if, if, first of all, Dallas has to get through San Fran, and I don't think Dallas can get through San Fran. But what week is that? They have to get to each other. That's not going to happen for a while. That, yeah, that that's that'd be wrong. that's that's the week before February. That's a forgivable 1st. loss. If you have to go to San Fran and you've yeah, advanced enough to go, that's right that's there. not a bad run. That's that's something you could say. I feel comfortable. Mike McCarthy has progressed, but if he's one and done, that job's available to Belichick. So who who does Dallas play? Green 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 Bay tomorrow. They host. I think they should win. I think they should win. Yeah, but you know if what? They don't. Have, that's a bad look. Haven't we seen this? play out before where they should win and they didn't. That's a bad look if they don't win and that and this happened to Romo. You know, this thing he couldn't win a playoff game. That became physical in his mind. And Dak Prescott could have the same problem. I don't know. Wait, Dak hasn't won a playoff no, game. I think he's won one. Hasn't yeah. He? yeah. Um 
And it's he, not against. And I think he's better. Bay. I think he's better than Tony Romo. Um, Dak. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, I could, I could see the uh, Philadelphia Eagles job opening pretty soon. If, That's a mystery to if, me. If they don't collapse. get, a, if they don't get past Tampa Bay Monday night. Yeah. I mean, they lost every. I don't know what happened there. Is somebody being held hostage? <laughs> I don't. You know, they had a good run last year. A great but roster. A lot of teams. Well, but a, who doesn't have a great roster? No, they have the best roster. Maybe San Francisco, but Philadelphia's roster on paper, it's inexplainable how they lost to uh, See, I think Buffalo's got as good a roster, if not better. Um, I, I, I won't say Jacksonville. I mean, but Philadelphia's lost to Arizona, New England. Uh, not New England. Commanders. Philadelphia's lost to... Uh, no, they didn't lose. They Arizona, lost to, they Arizona's beat some good teams. We'll be back. Getting a little bright, a little fog moving in. But um, that's what you're calling bright. We got uh yeah, it's getting a little brighter. Bright fog today. We got um we got some nasty wind in this direct area. Yeah, we did. As bad as the other storm. It was sixty <laughs> miles an hour plus here, and it was a very consolidated over sixty. It was right around New Bedford. But um I don't know about any power outages, but last time we had our trees were tested. <laughs> well the people with the power outages didn't give us a call. Well that's that's true. I don't know. Uh, we should have. Usually, winds over 50, we get problems here. 508-996-0500. And some snow maybe in the forecasts. When? Uh, Tuesday. I got to get the Farmer's Almanac out again. <laughs> Farmer's Almanac? Yeah. Why don't you just stick your thumb up and, and test the wind? Farmer's Almanac predicted cold and snow for the first 15 days of this month. In the winter? Wow, that's so advanced. But wait a minute, though. Have they really been right? No, nah, no. It's no. been fifties. It's been a rainy in fifties for the most part. We had snow for a cup of coffee and it melted and by the rain. A couple of cold days, but certainly not. Farmer's Almanac. I should burn that thing. It's it's had its time. I want to read it anyway. Ken, they're saying blizzard like conditions on Tuesday, Tuesday night and the Wednesday. I'll believe it when I see it. What it, did we just have? It always you, you ends up being rain. You won't see it. You'll be sleeping. Probably. No, I usually like to. I like to stay on top of the the oh, snowing. Yeah. I don't like to wake up to a foot. I usually uh, in the middle of the night. I'll be out there shoveling. I'm just the opposite. I I take it out let, all at once. Let it, let it all fall, and then I'll go out there because I hate to go out there twice. Oh, 
to do the same. Because <laughs> in- inevitably, I'm putting on the same cold clothes and wet. And, uh, no. No, Ken, you come over and shovel my place if that's the way you feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather I'd rather do light light detail twice than the heavy duty of. There you go. Come on over. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we're really overdue. I mean, overdue this is a, for what? It's a boring winter for kids with no snow. We got snow the other day for a few hours. Where'd you, for long enough, wasn't it? Where'd you take your daughters, Ken? I, I like bringing them to Potato Hill. Oh, you Westport. can't do that anymore. Why? Oh, you didn't hear what? Oh, yeah. All right. What uh, the cut. Apparently, lawsuit and um, insurance. Uh, somebody they, ruined it? Yeah. Well, I don't know if somebody ruined it, but I think the oh, owners there's a of lawsuit, the property. Somebody ruined it. Somebody, uh, the owners of the property uh, are heeding whatever warning, and the police are taking notice. Come on. That's a way of life I, down here. I, I, I used to like taking the kids over there, too, but apparently not anymore. It was a good, safe hill. It was enough of a thrill for, you know, teenagers. But I think if you're the owner of the property and somebody gets hurt, then all of a sudden you're liable. For 30 years. I understand. It's been a regular... You're not going there anymore. That's wow. It. Nope. Well, you still have a couple of golf courses that you can do it at. And, um, not the same. That, that, that hill is a nice bowl. Whoop. We can go to Blue Hills. That's a little ways away. I'm just kidding. That's suicide to get down that hill with a toboggan. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> you go into the trees. You can do it once. Yeah. <laughs> like parachute. Like a, when it splinters and you know you've made it. <laughs> oh, God. Like skydiving without a parachute. You can do it once. Uh, it would be the same result. Uh, but uh, that's, that's bad news. I didn't realize that. Yeah, apparently. I, I, I found out, I want to say last year. There goes year all the last. fun. Yeah. Not that we've had opportunities to have this. Fun. No, we haven't. My word, I don't even know where else to go. Where, you guys, where would we go? Where do you go? Snow tobogganing or sledding around here? Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. When I Ken, when I was when I was a kid, I I used to sled at uh, the golf course on Hathaway Hathaway Road. Yeah, it was okay. You can't I, do that anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. I've done it before. With um, the boys when they were, so going back to, you know, like 2007 or eight, but in the last years, um, you, it's been to Potato Hill. Where did you park when you went there, Ken? In park, the lot. Park across the street? No, in the lot. Lot. No, I parked in the lot. It was open. Maybe it's changed. Well, where would you go? You know, it looks good to, I mean, it probably would be a dangerous ending, but those, Mount Trashmore. That's the perfect sledding. It looks like it from a distance anyway. The one, the, the dump? Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. Can't... No, the pot that's covered with soil, you know, that has the, the pipe, the one that's already ca- capped. As long as it's covered with snow first. Exactly. <laughs> but um, well, you try it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you first. try it. You first. <laughs> you try it. Tell crash, us what it is. Kenny, the crash test dummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Hunter Biden, did you catch him? No, I, I saw bits and pieces. I don't care about him. You don't? I don't. Not one bit. Well, it may it may fry a big fish. We don't know, but uh, you know, he wanted he basically wanted to testify only publicly, and of course, the people that are supportive of the the Biden regime were like, yeah, publicly do it in front of everybody. The problem is, is that if you do it publicly, the Democratic committee members can filibuster the whole thing. <laughs> So that's yeah. exactly what he wanted. Maybe, maybe that's what he was thinking. Because he knows the average voter is too dumb to understand otherwise and, and uh, would say, yeah, well, see, they didn't learn anything. He, he didn't get punished because he wasn't able to testify.
So they want to do it behind closed doors where they can actually get him to answer questions. And now he's bent. He's going to do it uh, because he finds himself under contempt of Congress, which this is a serious charge. He can be thrown in jail for that. And I think, I think there are some really interesting questions that are deserving of an answer when it comes to Burisma Holdings. Why wouldn't his super dad make sure he goes to a world-class rehab when he got kicked out of the Navy for crack cocaine and, and instead send him right in, in as an earner? I mean, with the, without any rehab, without any chance to give him a, a recovery program? Maybe, maybe he convinced dad that he could do it. You believe that? I don't, you know... Do you know how much I, you know how much trouble you can get in if you're a military brass and you kick out the, the vice president, the seated vice president's son for crack cocaine addiction? You've you've humiliated the family. That he must have been a pretty big problem. And I don't know that if a guy claiming to be as smart as Joe Biden claims to be would buy that. I think he would be convinced his son has a problem and needs to address it. Instead, he sent them over to Ukraine, where there's as many drugs as there are corrupt dollars being thrown around. And he's right back in a in a position where he, he lives this wild lifestyle, um, you know. Videos, sleep, he's literally sleeping with Russian spies, doing doing crack cocaine and uh, sniffing cocaine, having a good life off of the bodies of Russian spies. Yeah. I mean, it was a horrible decision for him not to influence his son to get help. Instead, he's making eighty three thousand dollars a month, and there are Hunter email implications that. You know, ten percent or half of the salary was going to dad, to pops. That's I mean, these are worthy of of um, investigating. I, I think, <clears throat> in my head, even more important than that right now is what the International Court of Justice is tackling when we're talking about the Bidens. Mm. What, what, what in particular? So. I'm not sure if they're actually holding hearings again today, but if they are, it's day three At the of, of the yeah of the genocide hearings against against Israel. The, so there were 140,000 Jews in Libya in 1980. Where are they? I have no idea. There were 200,000 Jews in well, Iran. What, what does that have in to do with, are they? with what's going on? With well, if there's a the genocide, Hague. if there's a genocide of any type, it is the genocide of the Jews. Um, you know, I, but there, that's not this case. There was an there was a British officer who testified. I know what you're talking about. Uh, now there's a British officer who testified on behalf of Israel, and first he laid out all the wars he's seen, all the different battlefields, all the different countries involved as either an advisor serving the British military or actively involved as a British military member, and he said he never once witnessed somebody more careful with civilian lives than the Israeli army, who was who who was having to fight an enemy who was putting civilians in front. Of them as protection, so I didn't hear any of that come up at, at these hearings. Yeah, I'll play. But it. I can tell you one thing: even if it did, there were three or four other people that testified just the opposite about Israel. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, it, I, 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 I'm going to come back to where I was with this. I don't, I don't expect Israel to change their their ways one way or the other uh, when this comes down. But I'm interested what the United States is going to do, because that's the country I live in. And right now, uh, we're, we're going after the Houthis. It matters. Okay. And if the court rules in favor of South Africa, which is a good possibility in this, because all you have to How's do- How South Africa involved? They're the ones that brought the, the case of genocide. <laughs> South Africa. Okay. Yeah. 
And right. they and well, they put out an 84-page document, including video and audio and stuff like that. They've they've put together a good case so okay. far. And to be honest with you, what I've watched of the Israeli folks, they know what they're up against. They they know that this is a tough nut for them to crack. It's I think it's going to end up being one of those political things. Let me ask you this: Would there be a Houthi rebel armed menacing terrorist group? menacing the the uh, commerce in the Red Sea, would there be a, a well-equipped, well-armed, well-trained Hezbollah? Would there have been an attack on October 7th by a heavily armed Hamas force if Iran did not fund them and finance them and, 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 and part of this train them? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, I, you know I, here's why I say maybe, maybe not. Just because Iran did it and, you know, everybody's in that game. I should say everybody, but a lot of nations are in that game. It doesn't mean that they couldn't get the weapons from another country. But North Korea's in that game. But would Iran, would Iran, would Iran have had the, the ability to finance all of this if they weren't given the money by the Biden and the Obama administration, the billions of dollars in sanctioned dollars? It, uh, again, it, it, only doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be Iran. It could be another country. But it was. Okay. Well, the United States is funding Israel. I mean, we, we fund a lot of people. Israel wasn't in Gaza on October 6th. They didn't have to be. They're certainly in there now. Well, of course but they are. They are. They are in somebody else's territory. They're in occupied territory. They have already been ruled by the same court that... They are not supposed to be where they are. They are the You're occupiers. You're talking about the, the settlement areas? And, and Hamas has every reason to defend itself. No, I'll agree with the with the illegal expansions yeah. of, of Israel. But I believe that they, they should have that territory known, identified by the UN as Israel originally. So I don't... Well, yeah, I, I don't... I'm sure there are people that argue that. I, I don't argue that. But here's the thing. There's no doubt about what's happening. You and I had this conversation before. I'm not sure it's genocide, but listening to the verbiage from Bibi and many other Israelis, it's certainly ethnic cleansing. And that's what's going to get them. Unless, you know, taking the politics out, of, and these are judges, the plausibility is there. And then from the plausibility, it becomes a case. And because the Houthis, going back to them, because the Houthis are saying they have a, a right to do this because of the genocide that's going on. Now that makes UK and the United States look bad. Well, you say ethnic cleansing, 92% of Gaza inhabitants are Arab Muslims. If that's who's attacking you, yeah. if that's who's attacking you and, you and you address that attack with your own attack... How is that ethnic cleansing other than you're, you're trying to stop the enemy, destroy the enemy? Try that. Try the question on me again. If 92 percent of Gaza is 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 the inhabitants, government civilian is 92 percent Arab Muslim. Mm -hmm. how, how if they're attacking you, how is it ethnic cleansing? If who is attacking whom? If please? they're attacking you like they did on October 7th you're, uh, you're, and you're I, responding. I want you, you explain who it. Who's attacking whom? Well, the counterattack by Israel. Okay. Why would that be ethnic cleansing if they're just attacking the enemy who just killed 1,200 of, this, of their because people? Because it looks like they're killing a lot more. They're telling people to move out of a particular section. You'll be For their own good. And then they're bombing that particular section. 
does not look good. 508-996-0500. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, you know what won't look good is um, if the Hooties respond to us. This is the same group that uh, Joe Biden in the second month of office took off the terror watch list. Uh, yeah. It was a Trump list, so he had to do something different. Now he just... That's a good uh, point. Ordered, now, now he just ordered a strike on them. And um, I feel bad for the people in Yemen. I feel bad for the people in Saudi Arabia who have to live with this. Iran, Obama's uh, pet project, his legacy, he was going to get a peace deal with Iran. Uh, the bad actors, they've been bad actors since I was a kid when they took the hostages and 79 and 80, all right? Uh, and then as far as South Africa and the Hague, um, about five, six years ago, they were having this tremendous, terrible drought, uh, threatening all the crops, and Israel offered to uh, bring down the desalinization mm -hmm. technology that, that they've developed, and they refused it. You know why? Because it was Jew water. And that's basically all you need to know. They hate Jews. Period. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you're right or wrong. I, I just know that if it was what water, it was water coming from Jews. Is what he I said. thought it was a desalinization plant but given to them by 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 Jewish people. So he's saying their racism did not allow them them to uh, to oh, uh, accept okay. it. Well, that's interesting. I don't know if that's you right. Know, or you know, way back when South Africa was, excuse me, um, Israel was one of the nations that stuck up for South Africa during apartheid. I thought they didn't. No, they did. Really? Yes. Hmm. They certainly did. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just wanted to make a comment, not about that, about the drugs. Uh, it popped up on my phone this week that. Um, um, Priscilla Presley's son was t doing to the tune of $400,000 worth of fentanyl. If you look on your phone, you'll see it. But um, I'm, I was, like, amazed. And uh, out there, when they have money, that's what they do, a lot of them. Most of them, anyway. You know, the kids, they're all on the stuff. Mm -hmm. They have the money to buy it. So... Um, uh, Hunter Biden's no different than the other ones. But another thing is... Everybody that likes Trump is always backing him up, uh, sticking up for him, and he's so crooked and corrupt. He's all—he's got all this stuff on him now, and he's—he'll get away with it. But they never say anything bad about him, you Trumpsters. It's always good, you know what I mean? You, you think I, I've never said anything bad about Trump? No, you used to, but there's a lot of dirt on Trump. You got to just dig a little; you'll see it. Well, I am saying a lot of it is a sham. A lot of it is a sham, and, sham and, and, and they know it's going to go away, but they're trying to obstruct the the, the electoral process. I mean, that's, that's the first I mean, time. so three out of five of the charges in New York have already been knocked down. The case in Georgia is knocked the one. down. He's the one who wanted to win so bad, he'll do anything. He's the one that did what he did to himself. He should have never did what he did with the election. Yeah, I, I agree. He shouldn't have promised that he's going to, um, you know, prove it. 
when he didn't prove it. And, you know, he should have just lived with the, cons- with the, with the outcome because if you can't prove it, you have to live with it. You were beaten one way or the other. And he should have dealt with it that way. Instead, you know, he, was, he, he thought people would, would be interested enough to have all these hearings and forensics, and it never happened. He got crushed. So he handled it wrong. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I also, though, would, would say that I think there's a lot of things that happened during those elections that deserve a closer look. We'll never look at it, though. Too late now. Yeah. So just acknowledge okay. that, that Biden won and just move on. Yeah. Whoops, I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry about that. You can call back. I just cut you off. I think I cut two people off. Well, good news for you because you just jumped up. That was a very appropriate click. <laughs> Trump derangement syndrome. I didn't mean uh, that. No, you're right. Uh, I, that's not a good look. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll say one thing, uh, Miss Shawnee, that uh, if you put the totality of what you would consider Donald Trump's um, bad behavior up against what the liberals have done to him since he went down the escalator, I'll take Trump nine times out of ten. Not no just problem. liberals. No, there were established <laughs> Republicans who uh, oh, were yeah, uh, undermining sure. him. But but I just, you know, Hillary Clinton, you know, she was the first one to declare the election uh, a fraud. and that, you know, that Illegitimate president, she said. That's right. She said he was an ill, and we need to resist. Go to the streets and fight. I remember the whole thing. I kept thinking. You like letting everybody go. I don't meant to you? put him on on lock. Call, are you there? Are you there? Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. I'd like your opinion on something. All watching right. the paper this week. All right. So uh, this week, Hunter Biden kind of walked into uh, Congress unannounced, I guess. And basically, I think the point he was making was, if you want to talk to me, let's do this. But Jim Jordan, I guess, wants to have him arrested for defying his subpoena. Well, he defied two. Uh, yeah, I know. But Jim Jordan didn't stand up to his subpoena. It's been like six months. So why don't they arrest him, too? Oh, if they, if they, if they should arrest him, they should arrest him then. Would you agree? I mean, yeah. why, why would you call for somebody to be arrested for not honoring the subpoena, yet he did the same thing six months. I don't get it. I don't know if that's true or not, but I agree with you. If, if he's got a subpoena, I mean, who is he not to obey the subpoena? I mean, that's just the, that's how we do things here. But yeah, I, I saw it. And it's been almost six months, and he hasn't, you know, he's basically just ignored the subpoena. All right, what about Comer? Though? There's no subpoena on Comer, and he's he's calling for his um, arrest. So, I yeah. mean, should, should Hunter yeah. Biden be arrested? I think Hunter Biden should be prosecuted. If he's done anything wrong, good. But I think Jim Jordan doesn't have the right to ignore his subpoena either. I do. I, I agree. I'm not aware of it, but I agree okay. with you if you're right. Okay. I agree, too. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. And let me go back to uh, Tom here. Hi, caller. I'm sorry about that. You're, you're, you're on the air again. Man, you, you work on the board with your feet again? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, actually, I wanted to talk about what that uh, last caller was. Um, you know, it's funny that Hunter Biden came in with an entourage and um, tried to stir up one of the meetings this week. And then the next day, I don't know if you heard about it, but his lawyer asked for a new subpoena um, to ignore the old subpoena. And they said he would come in and testify. So I think that this whole this first step was uh, part of his um you know, he's, he's doing a documentary and his filmmaker was there and they were filming him there while while that was going on. Hmm. Um, and and then they were trying to get the Republicans to overreact, uh, like to have the sergeant at arms uh, arrest him and things like that. 
they got out of there um, and decided, okay, they've had enough. They got out of there. But the next day, his lawyer petitioned for a new subpoena and said that he would honor it. And the Republicans said no. So you, you've already you've already had your shot, and uh, and you know you're you will live by the by the law. So you know I think the thing is that um, and by the way there were two Republicans that defy defined subpoenas too. Um, um, man, I'm spacing other names. I'm sorry, but there were Republicans on the committee. You know, sided with the Democrats that if you have a, a subpoena in front of Congress, you don't you don't show up. Then you can um, then you're going to go to jail, and that's exactly what happened to two Republicans. This guy, you know, um, you know, is flaunting it, and uh, again, you know, I think uh, Nancy May said, you know, this is the epitome of white privilege uh, to w- to walk in, get a space in front, and um, and you know, make a show of it instead of actually doing what you're supposed to do. So uh, I I don't know about him getting arrested. I want him to go through the process because it's not about Hunter Biden. It's about the fact that. He's part of a scheme uh, with his father to um, sell off uh, either secrets or access to the U.S. government. And that's uh, about as bad as it gets. No, it's, it's, it's true. Um, and, of course, the arrangement Hunter Biden wanted was to testify publicly, which sounds good to the American people if they don't know that that also allows for a filibuster by you know, Democrats on the committee defending him. But right. now he's now he's bent though. He's going to testify behind closed doors. It should be interesting. Yeah, and you know, I know what they're afraid of. They're afraid of um the messaging coming out to be distorted. Uh but the fact the record is gonna stand for itself on what he says and, and does. And um you know, he's pretty arrogant. I think that he, and his lawyer is supposedly a really good lawyer, um, but the facts are the facts. And um I think they should let Victor Shokin come in to the country and just show what he has for evidence because apparently he's willing to do that. He just was denied a a visa by, uh, what's her name, the uh, former ambassador to Ukraine, Yovanovitch, I think, uh, the one that testified against Trump. She she denied his visa. Right. Well, the thing is, is that this isn't good for Biden in the election. Um, You know, so Biden has his own problems, you know, as the election winds up. Yeah, um, you know what, they they might be able to steal a page from Trump and just find uh, Hunter to be a martyr. Well, he. I think what what this seems like the strategy is is that oh, my dad called me. Does your dad call you? Um, you know that these are all independent events that aren't connected to any scheme. Um, you know, and and so I think that that's the direction they're going to go. And either way, it doesn't really matter because, as a, a previous caller said, um, it was Biden that uh, you know in, in, that said to the, the Hooties that they're they're not a. Um, a terrorist group, and then after the attack this week, he um, went on the air and said that they were. Or someone asked him a question. He says, "Yeah, they're the Houthis are a terrorist group." Like, well, I, I, I made on? the point this morning. I, I mean, it hasn't been really pointed out anywhere, but I, I sort of imply that the funding by by Obama and now Biden has given the Iranians the ability to fund uh, Hamas, to fund Hezbollah, to fund the Houthis and, and be a problem for the Americans in the West and Israel without that money being released. Does, is, is, does all any of this even happen? Yeah. And, and, uh, we got to thank our own John Kerry who, uh, you know, did uh yeoman's work uh, during the Trump can- during the Trump administration, uh, uh, running over to, uh, uh, to Iran and telling everybody that calm down, everything's going to be fine. We'll work it all out. Um, you know, 
Isn't that illegal? He's, he wasn't a, an emissary it is. of the government. And it's the second the time. time he did it. He did the same thing with the North Vietnamese while meeting them in France during the war. Right. You know, there's a guy that should be arrested. And uh, I, you know, I don't like John Kerry at all. I think he's, uh, he, you know, he's as rich as it gets and doesn't know anybody of, and doesn't know any of us. He's just uh, playing the game. So And anyway. he got richer when he got married. Oh, yeah. Hey, Thank- by, hey by the way, Brian, what's the definition of, uh, of a... Um, uh, oh, you, were, you guys were just talking about it. Um, sorry, my brain's gone here today. Um, when people are like, what's going? What's what? What's going on in the Hague? What they're what they're trying to pin on Israel is a um, plausible uh, that word. No. Oh, the, the genocide. The, genocide. What's the definition of genocide? I don't know, but uh, to me, it's when you you are actively trying to wipe out a people when you're killing genos <laughs> but yeah. you see i i'm not sure that's what's going on there's no if ands or buts that they're trying to move people but killing them is an entirely different thing i mean, talking about they, Palestine, I know they, not hamas they blow up an ambulance the other day the israelis did this so there's some bad looks here there's no, no question about it we'll be right back Oh, this next caller, an apology, because I cut him off by accident. He waited. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, what's going on? Good morning. Hey, you know that Israel is using an artificially intelligence-driven computer program to decide which areas of Gaza to bomb. Yep. That was in Haaretz. Yep. It's like something out of a science fiction movie. Did you hear about this Shabbat Lubavitch temple that they found underground tunnels in? In New York. About a week ago, yeah, there was a, a riot with police. Over. Got arrested. Yeah, and then they, they they tried to come in with a cement truck and fill up the tunnels. They were pulling children's mattresses out of there and children's high chairs. And there's no. If it would have been a Catholic church or, or a mosque, it would have been on every single news station. But for some reason, because it's pertaining to a Jewish. Was it was it a Hasidic temple? You're hearing nothing. Was it a Hasidic, I don't Hasidic know. temple? I don't mean, Because they're they have a pretty strong it was population. The yeah, it's okay, a, how it, about putting just one more star on a flag for Israel? I think we need to be honest with the United States of of America and just and put that fifty first star on the Canton for Israel because they get more support than any state in these here United States. So let's just be honest about it because it's up there. It's just an invisible link. So well, it's the only democracy they, in the Middle East. They, they, they give one hundred million dollars. It's the only democracy uh, to, in the Middle East. To, to, it's not a democracy. That's propaganda. It's a. I would call it a theocracy. It's a. It it's a Jewish state. It's, it's nothing not, wrong with that. I'm just saying, but that's what it is. It, it, they're not open to everybody. That's not a democracy. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. There shouldn't be one Jewish state in the world. No, I'm just trying to say you can't be a Jewish state and then all of a sudden turn around and say you're a democracy if you don't give full rights to everybody else. All right. Brian, Ryan, thanks for joining me. We'll be back next week. DR New Bedford. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.